The views and opinions on Day Train Pipe Bomb are of the cast and crew only. Due to the graphic nature of this program, viewer and listener discretion is advised. Productions presents Pain Train Pipe Bomb, starring Melissa Mitro, Misi Gonzalez, and Ricky Litwinkowicz. You can find us on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter. Give us a shot, Network, IPMNation.com, YouTube, Instagram, and Sound Machine FM. Need merch? Go to shop.spreadshirt.paintrainpipebomb.com or paintrainpipebomb.threadless.com. This show is produced and edited by Ricky Litwinkwish and Chris Rex. Recorded and produced in Brooklyn, New York, Tokihana, Pennsylvania, and Mesa, Arizona. What is up, everybody? There we go. We're on the screen. It is Pain Train <laughs> Pipe Bomb Season 4. And we are here. Entitled the of the show, Screw You, Cruel World. I have Screw very many reasons. Screw You, Cruel World? Yes. Screw You, Cruel World. Is that Explain. really what we came up with? That's Explain what I came up with. Explain yourself. Um, first off, the show is very fishy tonight, uh, being the fact that we have a uh, fish tank for a background with uh, about two million goldfish and a lot of coral. And uh, I think the last time we had it at an aquarium, I had my hat with the green thing and fishes were flying over. Remember? Yes, indeedy. So um, I do kindly ask everybody, if you are currently watching... Uh, to do me one big, huge, solid favor and share the show out. Please. Because if you do, this will happen to you. You'll feel warm and squishy inside once you do. Darnell absolutely hates that tone, but I don't care. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes, Melissa is now doing the show from her home currently right now because... Uh, Looks pretty too. The cruel world has made my uh, transportation crappy. Uh, I broke an axle yesterday. I um, know it's so weird without a green screen. And um, I'm gonna just tell like, you this: you'll just have to see my boring house. The, 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 cru the cruel Dang. world has uh, made it so that uh, I can't drive because of the roads of New York breaking the axle and the seal to the transmission. And it's been so cold out that my back is massively, royally fucked. And that's not even fun. Nobody's laughing. No, I, I would kind of But that's the way that works. So, yep, that's life. <laughs> You're very enthusiastic this week, Richard. Do you know, did, did, I, I will say this, the pain is the problem, okay? When it takes you 
five minutes to walk up a total <laughs> of 10 stairs in about four minutes, you know it's a bad day. Your legs don't want to work. Your back doesn't want to work. And you're like, fuck you, God. Please give me a brand new body. It sounds like an Xbox PlayStation day to me. Uh, I really could have even wished I even did that. But in the midst of trying to fix the axle last night, I was supposed to be working. And uh, Melissa knows this very well. I fell asleep in my chair. The comfy chair? It was not so comfy last night. Woo-hoo! That's all I got to say about that. Okay. It was not comfortable. So I proceeded to then get up and go to bed. And then I get up and go to bed. And guess what? I lay there for about another hour writhing in pain. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going back to sit in the chair because that was more comfortable than laying in the cushy bed with the nice brand new pillows that I'm still getting used to about three weeks later. Listen to me. I will forever be blamed for these pillows. No, no, no. Because so, I wanted pillows. I needed okay. pillows. Ricky's had the same pillows for like, I don't know how long. And it's gotten to the point where he has three pillows in the same pillowcase because they're all so flat. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't <laughs> the perfect size. I know. So, right before Christmas, <laughs> we were shopping and they had pillows. And Ricky was like, well, I'm definitely going to get new pillows. Like, I want new pillows for my bed. So he gets these new pillows. I also get new pillows. Um, mine are still not on my bed. Well, they're on my bed, but they're still not in pillowcases. And um, I'm still using my old pillows, and I'm cuddling with the new pillows at nighttime. And we put them on his bed. And all I hear about is how he's still getting used to the new pillows. So. I feel like I will forever be blamed for him getting new pillows on his bed. I'm not blaming he, you. I'm just it, not I used think, to the fluffy pillows. He just likes oh. to complain about everything, though. That's just Ricky, though. And uh, just to, for the for the comment from Nick, Nick, my mattress is so firm, um, you probably could bounce the Titanic off of it, and it will not bounce. That's Steven, how firm I'm doing good. Is. The Titanic. I was trying no. to think of the heaviest thing possible. <laughs> the thing so, of the fucking iceberg, not the Titanic. It's still in one piece somewhere. What's still in one piece? The Titanic. Uh, it is not in one piece. If like you watch movie. the movie, it you broke. know that it broke in half. Remember how you said you weren't going to watch Titanic because you knew how it ended? Um, unless she weighs a metric ton, Nick, I'm not saying this to be an asshole. Uh, that's, that's not really heavy. <laughs> Nick, I'm going to call your mother. Well, let's actually put all three pieces on the bed. I guarantee you they still won't bounce. But anyway, let's say hello to some of our people that are currently watching. We have the, uh, the fam, we have Janet, we have Nick, we have Steven, we've got the bear man. Um, I see there's a new name in here, Les Beck. That's my poker brother, dude. My poker family be coming through for pain trade. We, I appreciate them. Mary's in here, my little brother, Chris, <laughs> who's currently on his way to the lovely state of New York. Okay, I got to try to fix this. Don't, don't hold this against me for a minute. Hold on. Wow, that sounded what like sandpaper. Was that, was that, is it better? 
Um, well, if you had it sideways, then the, the whole picture would fill. No, because, I, like, don't laugh because I'm watching myself now do this. Ricky taught me how to put YouTube on my television. Yes. So now I can watch the show and what? see the comments what? while we're doing this. Oh. What? Well, you know why? Because I told you, I am very terrible. Like, I am the worst person with technology. So we were sitting here one night, and he was like, you know, you could watch the show live on YouTube while you record off your phone. Because my problem is I can't see any of the comments when I record off my phone. So he's like, you know, you could you could watch it live. You know, he's like, you could watch it live on YouTube on the television while you're live on the phone. Do you find yourself watching yourself and be like, whoa, I look funny this way? Well, what I'm struggling with right now is that the TV is like a couple of seconds behind. You get so I'm reading all of the comments afterwards. Five exactly. So it's exactly a five second difference. I I am learning, but at least I have accomplished it's, it's on my television. Let's just put it that way. Okay, so I am kind of hating people. I do want to start off the show with this lovely little picture. Now, apparently, if you have been hiding behind a rock, uh, the Dallas Cowboys had a playoff game against the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday. It just so happens that during the game, this lovely little scene happens. Where a guy, a guy is at the um, the game on Sunday, and he's there with his uh, mistress. Oh, is that what that picture was? Yes. Yep. So apparently, the girl who was dating said uh, homeboy uh, had this picture shared to her about like eight hundred thousand times. Like, everybody in God's creation that knew him uh, knew her. So, it goes to show, it says, Hi, everyone. Yes, this is my trash fire ex, who is a serial cheater, and that is his side chick. We are no longer together, and we haven't been for a while, but he continues to be all day, every day, just like he lied about this trip when he swore it was a guy's trip. He also told me that he had cut this girl off, but clearly that was another lie. I normally wouldn't post my business, but literally my phone is blowing up. And while I appreciate you guys sending me this picture, I do not need to see it anymore. Dude got caught on national televised TV. And got his spot blown the fuck yep. up. Absolutely. Legitimately blown the fuck up. Now, um, when I said that I hated this world, I hate dickheads like this. If you're going to an event, make sure you either A, extremely cover your tracks, or you're going to get broadcast to about 51 million people where you show yourself cheating on your woman. Legitimately. 
51 million people. Even people on Nickelodeon saw this. Ricky, if you go to Monster Jam without me and you take your side chick and they post pictures through the internet, me and you, we're fighting. I am saying. Now, to be honest with you, there were some really, really like fucked up memes that said that there was like, oh, he ran out of his favorite cologne or he she was hugging him because his deodorant wore off at the beginning of the game or some shit. I mean, like there was a really fucked up memes about this. But now. Well, now that you know the story, of course, it's different. Homeboy got extremely put on blast on national fucking TV. As he should have. That he was cheating on his fucking woman. As he should have. Motherfuckers want to fuck around and get caught, then this is what you fucking deserve. From now on, that he's going to be the face of cheating for a fucking while, to be honest with you. Chris wants to know if he could be your side chick at Monster Jam. Um. Bro. <laughs> Well, okay, so I have to, I have to do this, okay? Um, just in case that, What's up, Jenny? Uh, in case we do have a cancellation Jenny? on December fifth, uh, Chris, uh, make sure you're available. That's all I gotta say. Um, February. Yes. <laughs> Did you just say 5th. December? No, February fifth. <laughs> So apparently the axle is just, in you know, the car. Just so you know, bro, if I ever get tickets to a Super Bowl and the Patriots are playing, I'm taking Mal. That's okay because hopefully by then I'll have press passes and I'll just be able to go to the game for free in the box. <laughs> you guys right. can be sitting in the regular seats. I get fucking free All food and drink right. for the day. Fuck yeah. Um, but uh, apparently though we have uh, buttholes on the planet that decided that uh, it was the greatest thing to take his uh, chick. To the uh, game. And oh, come on. What are the odds, though, that you're going to show up with your freaking side bitch on camera? It's not the fact that you get the chance of it. You do know that they scan the entire crowd when they yeah, film games. But, but come on. We've been to football games. Bazillions of people are there. What are the odds that you are going to end up on that on that? picture there there are odds that are very good especially it's a playoff game and then you look like you're a fucking disappointed asshole that got dick in at the game and not by his girlfriend it's very very possible i'm not even gonna front when i say this not gonna front because i think it would would fucking happen i mean they 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 put the camera on a, a really really pissed off um black chick and she looked like she wanted to go down and rape all 53 of the Dallas Cowboys players, the coaches, the training staff, the water boys, the equipment guys. Like, she wanted to go down and fucking pillage everybody. So let's not say that uh, you, there's not a chance that you can go and say, hey, it's not going to happen. It can happen. I'm just saying. Very slim odds. When I went to the... Uh... Uh, the game, the football game, the Cardinals and the Browns. I I fucking saw myself on TV. I did. I recorded the game just so I could see if I seen myself, and I did. You see me and my friend walking down. 
it's just, I, I hate to say it, it's one of those banana things where it fucking, first off, I, yeah, I know it fucking happens, but on a national stage where you know you're going to be on four different TV stations, including fucking Nickelodeon. I actually watched the NFL game on Nickelodeon. It was hilarious. Every time somebody scored, the fucking little the slime. Are they still doing that with the slime? Yes. Yes, it was great. They had all three games on this weekend on Nickelodeon. The slime cannons were in effect. Um, SpongeBob and um, the other fucking idiot were in the goalposts when they went to kick the field goals and the um, extra points. Woohoo! I keep remembering. I was on TV too, Nick. But I was on cheesy. Um, I was on cheesy shows. Nausea has so, made it. Nausea has made it. Okay. Ricky, have you ever been on a TV show? Woo-hoo! I've been on the news. I've been on the news. Do you know what show I was on? What? What? The Ricky Lake show. Shut up. Shut up. Like in the audience, or you were actually a fucking. I was like a repeat audience offender. When yeah. we were, when I was in college, a guy I knew did security for Ricky Lake. So they used to comp us out tickets all the time. Nice. So I used to take like five or six of my girlfriends, like every time, probably every other week. Wow. For about, for almost a year, we went to the Ricky Lake <laughs> show. Ali, that would have been cool. I like Ricky Lake. Nikki, Nick says so he was on the. So you see me all over the place. Nick says he was on the Dutch version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. That's really? A, that's actually pretty interesting. <laughs> I would rather really? be. I, I would rather be the host. I don't want to be a contestant. I just want to fuck with people. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to fuck with people. Hey, that's I've it. been on Pipe Bomb. Huh? <laughs> I've been on Pain Train Pipe Bomb. That counts. <laughs> Right. Alrighty. Next story up. And this is why I hate people, because I think this is just a fucking I think it's somehow stupidity on a lot of parts. But um uh, oh I just moved that. Why should I why did I move that? All right. So the next one is Barber gives old man haircuts to punish behaving kids. This I loved. I can't read I clearly I can't read the article. You're gonna have to read it. But the picture is priceless. Kids act out. It's just a fact of life. There are more there are more of growth spurt, spurts and hormones and love misunderstandings. Sometimes we can't decide whether to hug them or hide from them. Part of growing up is testing boundaries. Parents can tell a kid what to do and what not to do, but for some they need to experience something and its consequences before the lesson sticks. Uh, it That's says good. here, um, this can especially become an issue once the child old enough to realize adults seem to have it pretty good. Um, it says kids see the freedom adults can bring, but we often shield them from the suckiest parts of adulting. This is the actual best part of this article right here. The kid laying in bed, kicking and screaming, and almost making the shelf fall on top of him. I love that. I wish some of this shit would have fell off the top of the shelf and hit homeboy right in the fucking forehead. 
<laughs> so they push they push at the boundary between kid life and adult life, acting out and ignoring rules while mom and dad try to get them to stop. For a lot of kids, discipline like losing privileges or extra chores is enough to teach them, but some need a more targeted approach. An Atlanta barber shop, A1 Cuts, has a unique last resort for kids who keep trying to act grown. And this is a uh, picture of the uh, barber shop, A1 Cuts, which is actually kind of pretty cool little uh, red and yellow barber shop. I wonder if it was inspired by uh, Hulk Hogan uh, for them to go red and yellow. Um, they call it the Benjamin Button Special, and it's absolutely free for parents who are at their wit's ends. And then they uh, go to show this lovely picture here of uh, Russell Resty Fred Frederick. First used it on his 12-year-old son. So this is kind of the haircut that they, they try to do uh, for the kids. Um. I'm going to just say this, that uh, that is a horrible picture. That kid, I think it's outstanding. That kid does not look massively fucking amused. Would you be amused if they shaved off the top of your head? Um, not for nothing. He kind of reminds me of that guy, George, in the, in the, the TV show. The one that owns the laundromat. Or the cleaners. I can't remember the name of the show. All in the Sky or some shit like that? I have no idea what movie <laughs> I can't remember the fucking guy's name. His, his wife, wife's name was Wheezy. The Jefferson? The Jefferson. He, he kind of reminds me of George Jefferson right there. Oh, Jesus. You had me so lost there for a minute. I had no idea what you were talking about. I don't remember what the Jeffersons did. I just know the song. I used to. <laughs> I know his ears. Janet said, "Look at his ears. That poor little child. He was doomed. Now he's got big ears and a bald head." Bernard Bernard is using my uh, favorite line, but he is asking Misi, "What are you smoking? It looks like you are smoking CP3O's dick." <laughs> <laughs> Sucking on a big brown dick. It's, it's a, a young blood. picture of Hamilton before hair implants. <laughs> Why can't I see Bernard's? Because um... it's the YouTube comments. If you oh, watched, okay. if you watched it on YouTube or Twitch, all of the comments come up. It's the restream comments. Yep, uh, that's unfortunately what kids get if they are misbehaving and their parents are like, "We're going to punish you." I wonder what they do to girls. <laughs> um, you know, I really didn't honestly see any uh, girls' pics. It was only the boys. Like, what do they do to a girl? They don't misbehave like that. Oh, no. No. Oh, that you're so full of shit on that one. <laughs> Girls don't misbehave. <laughs> what no, what fucking kids have you been looking at? That's what my mom made me do anyways. Listen, my daughter was an angel until she got to be a teenager. And then it was all downhill. But she was a very good little girl. What my mom says, I was the worst kid all the time, every day, all day. Bouncing back to the um, relationship scale, which apparently through most of these articles, I'm finding out that uh, outside of certain relationships, life is really uh, tremendously 
fucked up. Um, a woman in Wisconsin is having a massive heated debate. Let me see if I can find this right up here. So, Alex Colbeth of Milwaukee posted a private message she got from a Tinder match she went on a few dates with. Um, posted the message on Twitter with the caption, It's the audacity for me. Hi, Alex. Hope you're doing well. Hope you won't mind letting me know what your Venmo is. I realize I ask is since you and I won't be seeing each other anymore, it's only fair to ask for equal payment from you for the dates that we went on. I believe it was a, it was three separate times we went out to bars and restaurants where I paid for us both each time. I'd say $35 is more than fair for your food and drinks that I got you during those dates. I view you as a fair girl. I hope you consider reimbursing me. How motherfucking nah, motherfucker. How? All right, so let me let me explain this a little. This girl went out with this guy that she met on Tinder. They went out on three dates. Apparently, they were not meant to be. So this guy messaged her and asked her to send him half of the money that he spent on the dates. Because he said, clearly, we're not meant to be. So just pay for your half and we'll call it even. I I have, let, I mean, let's be honest. I have been on some fucking terrible dates. And even those people didn't turn around and be like, bitch, give me half the money. The audacity, bro. Shit, I've been on dates with my boyfriends and stuff and still had to pay the all 100%. Man, if these motherfuckers had to pay me back, I'd be rolling in the motherfucking dough. No shit. I, I have never minded splitting a bill or pay. Like, to me, that doesn't matter. But if it's not going to work, are you going to text somebody that it didn't work with and be like, now you owe me half of what I paid for everything? Listen. Are you know what sucks when a dude asks you out? Because this happened to me uh, not too long ago, maybe like a month or so ago, where a guy asked me to go to coffee. And I was like, yeah. So I met him thinking he was going to buy me coffee. And when we both placed our orders, he didn't even like start digging in his pants. So I just fucking went into my wallet and I fucking paid for our coffee. Whatever. I'm a progressive woman. I can fucking do that. I don't have a problem with it. But don't invite me someplace. What if I didn't have money? You know what I mean? I don't know. I just thought it was kind of. But if I invited somebody to fucking. If I went, if we were hanging, Melissa, and I say, hey, you want to grab some lunch? Guess what? I'm going to buy you fucking lunch that day. I'm not gonna. I think you. whoever does the asking should do the paying. Absolutely, I love that. That's what I say. I have zero problems paying for somebody that I ask to go out someplace. Or, yeah, or like my whole problem, like, bro, I got you this time. Like my, like when we go get dust brothers, she'll be like, I got you this time. I'm like, all right, you do it. I'll, I'll get you next time. And we fucking take turns. You know what I mean? But like that, the audacity of that, that's fucking fucked up. <laughs> What's up, Eddie? Yes, we got a whole bunch. Like Eddie came in, Tab of the Fidget came in. Uh, we got people watching from all the platforms, which is absolutely guys. fucking amazing. Thank you all. Um, I, I was gonna say something, um, and I'm not defending Homeboy on his uh, attempt to try to reach out and get some fucking money back. Um, unfortunately, I get to sit here with uh, sharp objects. Um, dude. You should be stabbed in the neck. Okay? If you didn't, if, if you did not agree on how 
saying things were going to work when you went on the date, motherfucker, you are asked out. Do you, Tabitha? If you wanted to fucking stick your uh, stick in the uh, sticky dip, all right, you know, the fun dip, that you have to go with the consequences, my friend. <laughs> you spent money. Guess what? You didn't get laid. Tabitha, what do you, Tabitha, what do you think about this? <laughs> but where, are, where are we going she, longer? Tabitha says she disagrees with the ladies on this one. <laughs> um, but you know what? But here's the thing, though. We as women have been asking to have equalness and equalness. So, yeah, bitches, we need to fucking pay for dinner sometimes. If we want to be equal, then we're going to have to do it. That's just how I feel about it. Chris says it's a retroactive payment. <laughs> <laughs> retroactive? Uh, listen, it, again, I have to I have to disagree with the guy, and I disagree with him because, hey, you know what? If you're not getting laid, and this was your way of saying you're going to buy your way into homegirl's pants, then uh, guess what? It, it was like... Uh, do that at bars. They fucking buy girls fucking drinks and keep buying them drinks with hope that they're going to get wasted enough to fucking have dinner. All right, wait a minute. Some, right? Somebody put a comment there and I can't see the whole thing. What um, does it, it say? It says here, it was Bernard. So about three or four years ago when I was working in Madison, Wisconsin, I had a girl ask me out. We only went out that one time because I was only in town for a few days. But being she asked me out, she should have paid. Ladies, respond, please. I paid and gladly paid and would have not let her, but what do you think? Hey, Bernard, thank you so much. You are a gentleman, and we appreciate that, and that is awesome of you, because in reality, in the way life works, you know, the man should, the man would pay, but I'm going out, Bernard, <laughs> go to dinner. I'm going to plan on paying for that fucking dinner, because I'm a progressive woman, and I'm an independent woman, and I make my own money. now. If you want to throw down and say, hey, no, I got this, I'm going to respect your manhood and right. fucking let you pay. That's just how it's going to go. But then, you know, if you did that and I offered to pay originally and I invited you, I'd probably say, no, man, I got this. And then if you were insistent, I'd be like, let's go happies. And if you still insisted, then i say, all right, I'm not going to fucking fight with you. It's dinner. It's not a big deal. But some people get their panties in the bunch about that kind of shit. In reality, if we really just look at the big picture that we just had a good night with somebody and not look at who has to pay and maybe even say, hey, man, you got this. All right, I'll get you next time. How fair is that? That's the problem with this world nowadays. People think that people owe them something all the time. Not everybody owes you something, motherfucker. Step back and relax. Your mama didn't teach you right if you think you're owed something for giving something. That's not how life works. At all. Come up for air now. <laughs> You like, said wow. that legitimately without breathing. It was like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my And Nick God. is even What's saying it too. He goes, Easy Easy there, Misi. What's up? <laughs> even Misi was even even Nick is like, yo, you need to calm the fuck down. This ain't a fucking retract. Because I'm passionate about that shit. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I feel that way. If I ask somebody out, I'm expecting to pay for it. And if I was the one that did the asking, I am bringing enough to pay for for whatever it was that I asked out for. But if he is offering to pay for it at the end of the night, I'm not going to say no. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? But I'm going prepared. In other words, like if I did the asking... I'm going to do the paying. 
that's just the way that that's the way that I am. <laughs> that's the way I've always been. Whoops, you know, dropped them. Enter the chancla. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see what I want to root. You know what? I can't say the word the way we're supposed to in the article. Progressive woman. We'll pay uh, for shit. I will. I will. I will read the title, but uh, ad lib the title. Since we're talking about the uh, relationship going on right now. Sadly, global bastard dick is real. I refuse to say the C word. I am not losing any money. Uh, but apparently, though, according to Mises article, global bastard dick is real. This or or it's either real or this is another excuse that men are coming up with because their junk don't work. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, a man's claimed that his penis shrank after about after about of COVID. Um, Global bastard shots isn't far-fetched, though the risk may be low in general. Um, apparently, it also can add sexual dysfunction to the long list of unexpected and unpleasant effects of the global bastard, or the, a.k.a. worldwide bastard. Thankfully, that doesn't appear to be common occurrence, and there are some potential remedies that those afflicted can try. In other words, the article is stating items that if you cannot get out of your limp biscuit mode from Global Bastard, um, this may be the things for you. Okay? That's what this article is saying. Um, some of the comments. Um, it's lost in the chat, Janet. Repost, please. Um, if you have micro dick, I'd be worried because I ain't worried at all from nick chris says it's ed not vid <laughs> bernard says i'm on the c word now it finally got me um oh yes that's right uh tabitha also says she has the global bastard and her peen is teeny <laughs> that, was, that was great, babe. Fucking loved it. So it says here this week the Slate Run Sex Advice Podcast, How to Do It, discussed the howling tale of an anonymous letter written who was suffering from what's come to known as global bastard dick. The writer who identified as a heterosexual man in his thirties said he had gotten very sick and was hospitalized from the Global Bastard in last July. After he was discharged, he began experiencing erectile dysfunction. Though his systems did improve after seeing a doctor, the man reportedly was left with a glaring reminder of his ordeal, describing himself as a above average in penis size before the Global Bastard. He said that his penis had now shrunk about an inch and a half and that he had become decidedly less than average. Now, which one of the men in here who's had the global bastard is going to say this happened to them or can vouch for this shit? I'm just curious. Or will anybody do it? I, I, I just don't understand the shrinkage. 
Uh, I don't. There are some comments here that say, geez. Because um, <laughs> even now, everybody else is not putting the C word in the chat. Thank you all for that. Um, apparently, the global bastards are literally in private areas. Men's check uh, to make sure y'all are good. Golden dong, the tiny prick jokes. Uh, we also have, uh, it's not global, it's flaccid. Oh. Uh, Bernard says it didn't happen to him. Didn't happen, didn't happen uh, to me. Chris said, nope, nothing can keep me down laughing my ass off. <laughs> uh, let's see here. It says, there are a few theories to, there are a few theories as how to the global bastard can cause erectile dysfunction, or ED. Uh, the infection can possibly reach penile tissue and directly damage the surrounding blood vessels. It may also be due to indirect effects of infection on the immune system, which may trigger damaging inflammation. That sounds like crabs or, um... I mean, inflammation clap. you would think would swell or get bigger. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Um... The risk of ED from blood vessel damage is probably greater in people who already have had other health conditions that can affect circulation, such as type 2 diabetes. Many cases of ED can also be chalked up to stress and anxiety, and global bastard survivors are unfortunately at higher risk of experiencing that as well. Um, we have comments of get Viagra. I got larger turds than usual. Well, by the way, I think that if more men knew that this was a possibility, you bitches would all mask up. Um, it also says that the age by far the largest risk for factor for ED with as much as 70% of men experiencing some level of it by their 70s. So, homeboy here in his 30s, um, he probably caught the clap. <laughs> or the uh, her peas. Maybe it's because he was trying to charge the women he dated the money back that he paid out for the date. I mean, it's very possible. Yep, you got, you got tiny man problems. That's the way we look at that. You got tiny man problems. All right, let's see here. Um, oh, another great article. This one, however, dealing with candy. Candy. The internet in shock as a man admits lying to his wife over gummy bears for 13 years. I love this one. <laughs> gummy bears. The relationship is over because of gummy bears. Not taking your side chick to the fucking Cowboys game. But uh, you're arguing over gummy bears. I like how everybody puts the clap emoji in the thing. <laughs> Chris is putting the clap with the clap emojis. And then is the IMC word constipated laughing out loud. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, this actual article is from Newsweek. It's not like uh, Huffington Post or any of those uh, overseas articles. Um, this is actually from Newsweek. Few things are more sacred in a relationship than not skipping an episode ahead in the box set while you're watching it together. 
or buying yourself fast food on the way home. Which is why one man has openly admitted the fuck up after lying to his wife for more than a decade, the fact that he has come back to bite him after she discovered his secret. Redditor MooCow870 confessed <laughs> all the sites <laughs> TIFU forums. MooCow? MooCow870. Apparently that's his tag name that's on Reddit. <laughs> after his heinous ruse involving gummy bears was discovered. The dad revealed his wife hates lime and orange-flavored candies while he loves them. So they developed a sharing system, and he explained, so she passes on the orange Starburst to me. She passes the orange and green Skittles to me. She passes the orange and green gummy bears to me. And this has been happening for 13 years. Doesn't that sound vaguely familiar? <laughs> Mutiny! It's mutiny! I don't eat. I don't eat any yellow or orange Starburst. I give them all to Ricky. Friend. I don't eat. Favorite. I don't eat lime, lime or yellow or lemon or orange anything, and I give them all to Ricky. We would, dude. We're meant for each other, Melissa. Because <laughs> I, not that I don't like the pink and red ones. I just prefer the yellow and orange ones. In fact, and I, I but. High school that we had um, lunch after uh, we after we had lunch we had uh, biology and we would grab one and we would split them every fucking time. That was All like right, our Ricky, you have to finish this. I just find that it's purely ironic that this article comes out because you know what you know the time when you can't get the Starburst when she buys the specifically all red package of Starbursts. That's what I do now. Or I totally, cock, the, I totally cock block him from the Starburst sharing because I buy all the red ones now. Do you, do you know the only time I can get Starburst from her is when she falls asleep and I sneak over and take three or four of them out of the pot. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you when I tell you this. She's falling asleep. I look over. She's laying there and she is out like a light. I'm like, your fucking Starbursts are mine. And I'm stealing like four or five of them. And I could really hide the wrapper in the bottom of the garbage can, and nobody knows the difference. <laughs> Until she wakes up and counts that four or five of them are missing from the pack. But, that's yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> Lori, so what, did he, so what did he lie about? He, uh, yeah, keep um, going. What she doesn't know is that the green Haribo gummy bears are actually strawberry. So shortly after we married, for one reason or another, I looked back at the Haribo gummy bears package and discovered this. So I haven't said anything for 13 years. Every time we get gummy bears, she gives me the orange and green strawberry in parentheses, and I've never said a word. I've enjoyed eating my little lies. So despite making <laughs> the discovery, he kept his mouth shut and let his wife feed him all the green gummy bears, a.k.a. the strawberry-flavored ones. Everything was fine until last night when his wife randomly looked at the back of the candy package. <laughs> Sharing the moment his web of lies became crashing down, he wrote, but after a few minutes, I saw her looking at the back of the bag and then getting really big-eyed. She then turned to me and asked me if I've known that the green gummy bears were strawberry. She always thought that they were lying. <laughs> 
I was honest and nodded my head yes. The look of betrayal was unreal. She asked how long I've known, and I was honest. I told her as long as we've been married. <laughs> the, the look of disdain that she must have had on her face. The betrayal. The betrayal. Look, I know what they are. And I give them up willingly, the ones that I don't like. But you bet your ass I am not giving him any of the flavors that I like. Like, you know, the Haribo, the, the clear ones? Oh, the pineapple ones. They're pineapple. My favorite. Oh, my God. I'm not giving them away. Those are my favorites. In fact, I got some right here. So now to punish her poor husband. She goes, she quit giving me the gummy bears she didn't like. She was even eating the orange ones out of spite. <laughs> so and now, instead of actually getting some gummy bears out of the package, he ain't getting shit. She said, fuck you and your gummy bears. I'm fucking now eating them all. That's exactly what she did. I'm so glad we're honest about our gummy bear eating, hun. Oh, yeah, because we were really that on the fucking gummy bears. I could eat any of them and not give a shit. As long as they're not licorice gummy bears. Have you ever had a licorice gummy bear? Because uh, that's probably one I wouldn't eat. I, I draw the lines at that. I don't eat black licorice anything. I don't eat the oh, black don't eat jelly black. beans. I don't, I don't eat, eat black the black anything. licorice. My oh, but my cousin from California is on here, and this is her first time, so welcome, Lori. What's up, girl? Tabitha goes, wow, somebody has some stupid priorities. Hey, listen, shit happens. I can't help that. I can't help it. More idiots in the world that I really need to fucking run over with a school bus wrapped in fucking chains around the tires. We go to Burger King. Oh, yes, the Burger King one. Quote. We are out of the number seven, number eight, number nine, number 10, and the number 12 meals at Burger King's drive through No shit, this happened to me at Burger King. No <laughs> we have to tell you our checker story. <laughs> I literally said you're better off just tell me what the fuck you do have at this point. Um, I'm not, I, I, I don't right off the top of the head remember the Burger King menu, okay? But I am sure that there are items on those particular ones that match the first six. For example, like I think the uh, the, the, the Whopper Jr. is a hamburger. In other words, you're telling me you don't have a fucking hamburger? If you don't have half the shit um, on the menu, why the fuck you out? Why are you open? I could see yeah. if it's the chicken sandwiches and you don't have the chicken, fine. You're still serving burgers. But, no. No. You, you fucking close. Like fucking checkers. Tell them the checker story. <laughs> go ahead. Tell them the checker story. We go to checkers one night because we decided we wanted to have, we wanted to go eat. So what was it? Was it hot dogs? No, that we were going burgers. there for? We were ordering the Bufords. We were going there for something, but I don't think that's what it was. Long story short, we get up to the window and we order two and they tell us that they can't give us two. And we're like, why? 
And they go, because we only have one left. We have one patty left. Oh, we can make you a burger with one patty. Burger patty left in the entire hamburger restaurant. (laughs) One hamburger patty. (laughs) On the frizzle, they have a lot of stuff at Checkers. What we call it rallies out here, but they're the sin because it says on our bag. Well, but they have like a lot of shit though on their menu. If you ever really looked at it, they have wings, they have hot dogs, they have like yes, but it was three hours before they were supposed to close and they had one hamburger patty in the entire restaurant. <laughs> Tabitha says she ordered from Taco Bell and they were out of tortillas. It happens. I'm not sure. Things happen. You know what? It happens because some managers suck ass and don't fucking take their inventory correct or don't do their inventory right and that will fuck the, the forefront people of having to tell people we don't got it. Because it ain't them fucking at the fucking drive-thru telling people we ain't got it. It's the fucking workers that are in there working day to day. Yeah, it happens. But So I'm looking at the, uh, I'm trying to look at the uh, the menu here for um, the meals. They have the Whopper, the Impossible Whopper, the Double Whopper, the BK, uh, the Big King XL, the Bacon King, the 10-piece nugget meal, the crispy chicken meal, spicy chicken, a crispy chicken meal, the nine-piece chicken fry meal, and apparently the eight-piece mozzarella sticks meal. Is a mozzarella stick meal? Apparently so. That's what it's showing up on the interweb. Really? Mm-hmm. That's intriguing to me. Yep. But uh, if you don't have, let's say, um, chicken, which is usually the bottom half of the menu anyway, then you're right. not getting anything chicken. Woo-hoo! Jason, what's doing? The porn bots are out alive from Russia because uh, they popped up on the screen. We'll make them disappear. Boop. See you later. Um, Joseph Drake Anderson's what he said to um, Easy, what's up? Oh, what's up? Top dog? Top dog, top dog. Listen, I just don't understand. If you don't have half your menu, don't fucking stay open. Close to your delivery. Well, it's, yeah. Pretty much. It's just fucking stupid. Like, I don't, I don't fucking understand why fucking people have to uh, go bananas. More people I'd love to beat with a bullpen hammer and like to dip in fucking Crisco oil. The, I don't uh, know what happened to you as a child, but you're very violent. Yes, I am. Uh, this just so happens to be a town that demands the residents that they have to all have their appendixes removed to live there. Imagine that. I wish I was there to read this because I read it the first time and I thought it was, I don't want to say like I thought it was interesting. But it it's strange. But I get it at the same time. I'm not. It it's weird. I didn't see this article. Yeah, I posted this one. Yeah, there was one article that uh, that didn't want to open properly, so I didn't open that one. Is this on the for real for real though? Is that in America? Yes. Place out. No, it's in Europe. Okay, I was gonna say because I think there'd be some HIPAA violations going on if we were here in America with this shit. I would just fucking cut myself and pretend I didn't have the fucking surgery. Why? What is the negatives from it? I don't understand. I need to know. I got to scroll down on my other computer to get the article because. uh, 
Yeah, I can't. I can't switch back on my phone. I do it, otherwise, I cut out of here. Right now, All right. So when it comes to real estate, there's that famous saying that the most important thing is location, location, location. Well, you want to live in a place that's right for you. There are plenty of other factors to consider, like if the area that you are moving to has any kind of stringent or strange rules. There are laws and bylaws in some places that direct residents on how to and when to put up decorations for Christmas or Halloween. If a family member can live with them, there are even laws pertaining to riding a llama. I want to be there. I want to be on the city where I can ride my llama. At least it's not a fucking camel. It's got both. I thought we were getting camels. No. I, no shit. I talked with my family about getting a camel. I'm gonna <laughs> a fucking beauty queen camel. I'm gonna go and make me sixty-six million. <laughs> um, we watched the transportation show the other day, where they transported a blue-eyed camel, and homeboy regurgitated on the driver. It was fucking camel hilarious. Spit. Um, That's what it did. It spit right in the guy's oh, face. Oh, it it, it, so, it it looked like somebody shot a <laughs> big load of cum. Across this guy's face. The utter disrespect. Yes, because the camel didn't like him touching him. Okay? So he spit all over him. Good for the homeboy. Dude, um, I am not getting comments. However, to live in one town, you have to be pretty extreme. You have to have your appendix removed. That's the requirement to reside in Villas Las Australias, and 100 inhabitants have already done it. But the rule actually makes a lot of sense. The town is one of two civilian settlements in Antarctica. Located on Chile's Frey Base, the area is made up of mostly researchers and military personnel. Shit, now I know why. According to the BBC, because of the Vias Las Estrellas' incredibly remote location, some 625 miles from the nearest hospital, Appendicitis could be fatal to residents since there is no way to immediately treat it. Removing the appendix eliminates that uh, risk. Yep. That's the only thing we worry about is appendixes. <laughs> Somebody gets shot, you have to wait 625 miles before they can pull the bullet out and stop the bleeding. We have to worry about a fucking appendix. Really? Fuck you and your appendix. Maybe it's more common than you think. I sincerely doubt that. But I, I'm not medically savvy about the appendix because I've never really had to look it up or Google it. I mean, it's really not necessary to have one. What they say so. I just don't understand. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. Dude, why would there be a need to remove it? Chris is officially in New York. He's broken the New York barrier. Nice. Yeah. He died grass? What did you say? I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. I'm fucking Chris said go to the McDonald's during the breakfast lunch shift change and ask for your burger on a McGriddle. Ask me thank me later. I actually would do that. That actually sounds bomb ass. I let me tell you, I love McGriddles. I just like Like I have a slight obsession with them. I don't know. But apparently, though, uh, you have to live in, you have to get rid of your appendix. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's a bad requirement, but then again, who the hell would want to live there to begin with? 
I don't know. From from what I can see, it looks like there's a lot of snow and rain there. That's how I feel about it. All right. We're at that time. That time where it gets extremely dirty. Yes, I said extremely dirty. And you probably hear some sounds like this. Help me! I can't come! Oh, God! Ooh, do it again! The topic for the uh, the dirty parts for tonight's show: eleven weird sex toys you have to see to believe. Sorry. Yep, we save all the dirty stuff for now. So all of those people that are left, bring them back, and let's talk about sex toys. Maybe somebody else's ears will ring and they'll pop up. So apparently the first one on the list is the sex double penetrator vibrator. As a porn bot decides to uh, rear its head, Mr. Jake and Paul, you dirty little bastard, you. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm even narrating this. Um, This vibrator features two shafts. One you can insert in your BJJ, and the other one in your balloon knot. So you no longer have to choose which area you want to stimulate. The sex double penetrator costs $50 at AdamEve.com, adjusts from low to high vibrations in each shaft, and is waterproof, which means you can double your pleasure in the shower. Totally off subject, bro. Can I borrow 50 bucks? No. Okay. Um, I have to tell you, I describe these things way better than you do. I'm narrating. I can't help that. <laughs> well, when you're talking about sex toys, it needs to be a little bit more sexy. Listen, this that. is not I like, do it with such feeling listen, while to, I'm there. To, to read these things is not like doing the voiceovers for the wrestling like Ooh, I'm doing, sad. but I'm trying to do this as best as possible. It's supposed to go like this, bro. This vibrator features two <laughs> Like I read it while I'm there. <laughs> you have to do it like story time, like you're talking to the adults at story time. Uh, first off, I'm not even going to go there because I story timed song lyrics three weeks ago and everybody was like, what the fuck are you doing? Okay, That's what you have to do. The it's next- story time at the adult park. Yes, it is. Because that really works for me just as you say her name she pops up your yes Rolf has has arrived the next one up on the list is the womanizer to go massager you'll be singing the hit britney song when you fire this one up the womanizer to go massager 169 dollars on adameve.com I have a great story about this womanizer. Looks like an innocent tube of lipstick, but you definitely won't find anything at it like Sephora. The device uses puffs of air to replicate the sensations of sucking and blowing on your clit. Thanks to its clever disguise, no one has to know what's really in your purse. Go ahead, tell your story. I have a great story about the womanizer. It's a poker story. So I was on this poker table one night and there was this guy and just a bunch of us girls and 
all he was being really really quiet all of a sudden he starts talking to this one girl and i i'm just like i knew him i didn't know her so i would just chill it and he tells her like hey i know you guys were talking shit about me the other day and she's like what do you mean what are you talking about he goes you and your girls you were talking shit about me calling me a womanizer and she's like what she's like i don't even know you like that to even say that what they were doing is they were talking about this product the womanizer and they and his fucking ego made him think that they were talking about him so he fucking had like a little <clears throat> like like pouty about it and he confronted her she's like we were talking about a fucking vibrator google it it was the funniest fucking thing because i wasn't there when they were having the conversation i was only there when he confronted her but it was so fucking funny <laughs> i cracked my ass up because i was sitting there like they really got into it and she's like i don't know what you're talking about He's like you know what i was talking about you know it was it was fucking funny i guess you had to be there but it was really fucking funny they were talking about calling it the womanizer because that's the name of the actual toy but he thought that they were calling him a womanizer because all he heard was womanizer and assumed it was about him i thought that was fucking hilarious but that's just me i try to find some ricky's face he's like um <laughs> Like he thought he was that bad that people were calling him that. You know what I mean? And he got offended by it at that. So crap. Dirty, con uh, dirty conscious is what I said. Next up on our lovely list of uh, eleven weird sex toys. But again, do you have one hundred and sixty dollars? No, it's one hundred and seventy dollars, <laughs> not sixty dollars. It was nowhere interlined. It says $169 on AdamEve.com for that lovely patelier <laughs> fucking let me blow smoke up your cooch item. <laughs> lovely cartoon female sex toy G-spot vibrator massager. It looks like an angry chef. That's all I'm going to say. It looks like an angry... This one ruins me. This, this, looks, <laughs> this, this is like sick, sick, sticking in a uh, evil, evil Emerald Agassi in your crotch. But I tried. <laughs> um, this mini vibrator looks more than more like a kid's toy than a sex toy. It comes in a variety of characters, from chef to fireman to police women Woo. to most frighteningly a clown. But despite its appearances, there's that one bit. That lovely cartoon female sex toy G Spot vibrator massager, twenty eight dollars on Amazon, says it meets the needs of. Women's sexual desires. So it's worth a shot, or at least a funny bachelorette gift toy. This sounds like, remember the names that were on Wish? Yes. That each thing had like a name that had like 50 different words. That's exactly what this sounds like. Um, There's a weird little ad thing at the bottom that says apparently Cleopatra self- uh, um, got herself uh, off with a box of bees. Ouch. Yeah, no, not my thing. Um, there's, it's this little historical video here at the bottom, the animated history of the sex toy. Um, that may be something future for a uh, another uh, pipe bomb show. Next up, the Seduce Me Twin Climaxer. It looks like a tentacle. It looks like two fucking tentacles. That's what it looks like. With little, like, suction cup thingies on the inside of it. Uh, caption, we admit I feel like some of these we should try out. I 
I feel like maybe we should try some of these out. That way we can give a clear point of view, right? You yes, know, the like uh, pipe, <laughs> pipe Bomb Feminine Division <laughs> Sex Toy Tryout uh, Show. That one scares me a little bit, though. I don't know why. Can you can you slightly scroll that up a little bit? That's as far as up as I can go without losing the picture. Uh, I was thinking that. Okay, you know what? Okay, that doesn't scare me now that I think it through a little bit further. So it says here, we admit this vibrator looks frightening with its alligator jaw design, but once the Seduce Me Twin Climax or sixty dollars on AdamandEve.com is inside you, you'll feel nothing but pleasure. You can hold the jaws together to insert. Once inside, they spring open to create a crazy good sensation. Everybody does, Fjord. Everybody does. Plus, the little teeth on the jaws are perfect for teasing other parts of you and your partner's bodies. <laughs> Bro, could you let Melissa stick that underneath your balls like this? First off, <laughs> I may have read this incorrectly. Why? Um, because uh, it says here that you squeeze them together yes. to insert. So yes. the two jaws are supposed to go inside the woman. Yes. Am, I, am I right? Okay. Yes. Then it says... That was a G-spot stimulator and a clip stimulator at the same time. No, no. It goes in and then it opens. Okay, okay. But see now, here is the line afterwards, okay? It then says, put the little teeth on the joys, perfect for teasing other parts, and you and your partner's bodies. If you've already inserted this into your VJJ, how are you getting anything else in there in between the two jaws you just well, shoved in there? Okay, but it's not, they're not always used like that. Do you understand what you're, you understand what I'm trying to say? You could use it different ways. Like, I'm, that's like if you're by yourself. You got on a nipple or like, you know, I'm sure you could do a bunch of shit with that thing. Fiora's like, how the hell do you open that on the inside? You know what, Fiora? It only costs $60 on adamandeve.com. Why don't you buy it and let us know? <laughs> Give us the full blown-out dynamic report well, of how this thing works. My desk. <sighs> I'm, I, I'm just lost. Next up is the clandestine mimic massager. It kind of looks like a dolphin's tail. At least not the what I'm kind of thinking it is. Uh, ergonomically designed to fit in the palm of your hand, the clandestine mimic massager, $110 at adamandeve.com, lets you ride a wave of pleasure all the way to an orgasm with different settings from to caress, to quiver, to throb. You get to decide how gentle or intense this ride will be. <laughs> Just hearing you read this, is fucking hysterical. Didn't say I was the perfect narrator for sex toys. <laughs> and it's funny Let's how Lynn pops on. on when sex toys come on. Or Let's if you are at the same time. 
Uh, next one is the Foxy Fox Tail Glass Anal Plug. Oh my God. I seen, I seen somebody with this. And I know a personal friend of mine that has one of these. And they're fucking cute. Just not for me, but cute. <laughs> it says you have may you may play dress up in the bedroom before, but this toy takes things to another whole level. When the Foxy Foxtail Glass Anal Plug, $40 on adamandeve.com, is inserted into your balloon knot, you'll experience sensual annual penetration while teasing your lover with the nice nine-inch fluffy tail. What does the fox say? After wearing this, it has to be, ah. That was like the- I can't listen to you read these things. <laughs> um, next up is the fetish fantasy rocking chair. Oh, this should be interesting. Because I don't read the sex toy articles when we put them up. Um, when I don't want to know that the hairs will tickle your butt cheeks. I have a friend of mine that has a My Little Pony one. It looks like a horse's mane, all pretty like a My Little Pony. Why am I reading this? <laughs> Why am I reading this? This rocking chair is relaxing, but you won't want to use it on your porch. The vibrating seat has a clitoral stimulator. Just position yourself where it feels best, and you'll have the best seat in the house. There's no penetration, so even with your clothes on, you can satisfy yourself with the fetish fantasy rocking chair. Four hundred and thirty bucks. Wow. On AdamandEve.com. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm yes, kidding. no penetration, but laundry is required. And maybe a wet nap. Well, I saw it down. Okay, next up is the five inch. Didn't play on that. All I can see is a kid trying to sit on that. Yes, Fior, you would definitely love that chair. We all know what kind of weird mojo shit you got going on. Angel, my ass. Um. The uh, five-inch glass anal juicer. Gee, that sounds like fun. Let's juice a vagina or a butthole. Um, green juice isn't on the menu, thankfully, but pleasure is when you're playing with the five-inch glass anal juicer. Only $20 on adamandeve.com. 20 bucks, uh, she, uh Once inserted, you can slowly turn the crank to increase your pleasure. It's fun to play with by yourself or with a partner. Um, it's hmm. interesting. Um, I, I think they're going to sit there and just spin, spin, spin it. Yep, pretty much. That's what you do. Yes, it is quite the name. Uh, next up is the Wenatchee Mega Massager. Um, apparently, you definitely need two hands to hold this bastard. I got two. Next, um, size matters when it comes to this gigantic vibrator. The Wenatchee Mega Massager, $135 on adamandeve.com, is almost a foot long and a half, a foot and a half long. You can enjoy the powerful vibrations the Wenatchee provides. The only caveat is you may need help holding it. 
If this looks terrifying to you, consider these Texologist approved toys for beginners that cost or under $20. <laughs> Anybody want to give me a hand? Uh, I have a lot to say. Fior says I, the that small was a... ones are just as good. Um, I don't understand oh, why you need... The fucking mini me, mini, 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 mini me to this guy. It's like this big. Works just fine. That's what I'm saying. Fjord, that does fine. not look like a toilet plunger. Guess me to where I gotta go. I don't know what toilet plungers you've been looking at, but that does not look like a toilet plunger. A pussy plunger. <laughs> um, psycho much? Um, we have the claw. The claw. Now you can live out those Hugh Jackman Wolverine fantasies. To make any back massage more sensual or perhaps terrifying, just don the claw. It's $25 on stockroom.com. And gently tease your lover or have them give you a playful scratch. Yeah, I don't like those. That's why I got these. Um, Janet goes, I don't like that at all. Janet goes, what is the leading manufacturer of vibrators? Genital electric. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what happened to fingernails? Like, don't people do that anymore? You have yeah. to buy this fucking weird-looking Wolverine shit? You can't fucking just use fingernails anymore? Uh, but it would be... I don't, yeah, no, I don't I don't like those. Like, that. that's a little... Like, that's a little scary for me. How do I try it? <laughs> the fetish fantasy portable sex machine. With its smooth thrusting, the fetish fantasy portable sex machine, $500 on adamandeve.com, has the stamina to go all night long. At only three pounds, you can easily suction it to the shower wall or simply don the ankle straps to lie back and enjoy. Missy, would you like this for your birthday? I'm getting a call, baby. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck yes. I would take that for my birthday. <laughs> it's it's in May. It's coming up. Yep. Yeah. I, too, am a May baby. I know um, we will try to figure this out. I, I'm sorry, but the dynamics for this machine don't, don't look well in my head. Bro. The three-pound boyfriend. I understand that it's a three-pound boyfriend, but do you really strap this around your ankles? And if you have long legs, it's going to go all the way up to your cooch. Am I wrong by thinking this? I'm willing to to cross any barriers to check it out. But if it says don the ankle straps, which means this machine sits by your ankles, so and it's supposed to reach your cooch. Well, no, you pull your ankles up, and you probably can move your ankles. Your legs, like... What do you do, like a yoga position to put this thing as you strap it you to your ankles? You probably lay down, and you put your legs up, and you probably bend your legs and just penetrate yourself, I would think. Or you can do something and squat on it, almost like you're riding a dick, I would think. I'm not saying a word. The two of you trying to figure this out is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard the in my life. The dynamics of this thing are mind-boggling. I'm not saying a word. Either way, it looks like a good time, and I'm willing to try it if anyone wants to buy it for me. 
it, <laughs> hi, Dan. What's going on? You've walked into one of the dirtiest shows on write, Facebook. I promised to write a report. Um, yeah, this is the sexual dirty part of the show. We're gonna have a GoFundMe. Yeah, that's for Meezy's birthday for this five hundred for this five hundred dollar. Um, sex machine. Janet says it's a colonoscopy machine. Janet says it's a colonoscopy sex machine. A colonoscopy. Oh, and they're not a colonoscopy, so don't scare me. Um, all right, I think we need to talk about the sex robot. What is it? What does it come with? Um, all of those items that were listed there, and then none of them look like it looks like all those attachments. Yeah, I wanted to see. There looked like a little, uh, a lot of shit going on there. Hold on, I'll pull it back up. I don't know why I'm even going back there to this like article a again. There was feather to tickle your fanny. There was. It looked like there was a couple dildos. Oh, I go mean, back I to it. Are they interchangeable? If that's not a preference, for pre- they for are interchangeable. Size? Yeah, I want to know for. Hold on, wait. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make the picture find, bigger. Find it on Adam and Eve and send me the link. I need to see more on this. Hold on, I'll you make the picture bigger and then I'll put it up on the screen because apparently we now have to look at the weird thing that looks like something out of Ghostbusters. Um, it looks like the trap pack. Again, I don't see how you mechanically put this thing on your ankles and then to your cooch. You must be extremely bendy, like circus bendy, in order to get that up from your ankles to your cooch. Unless you're a midget, then it might work. No, Ricky, I don't think you understand the concept. I don't want to understand the concept. I don't need to see these pictures in my brain while I'm, I'm like walking to the store or riding in the car. And be like, oh no, fuck, that's how it works. Like, okay, if a dude was laying down and had a hard on, if a girl wanted to get on him, she'd have to get over, straddle him, and squat on it. Right? Same difference. If it's down there, you just would sit like and then squat down on it. It's the same fucking concept. How do you not get that? You just you don't want to see it. You don't want to. No, not at all. <laughs> all right, bro. Okay. I <laughs> bet you that I can find porn with this in it, send and I will send me. it to you. I will see. We need to see. I want to see. You know I'm a porn researcher, find so for me, sis, send it. We will find it. All right. D Hayes in the house. All right. All the people we have on here that are good researchers, I'm sure I'm going to be getting some inboxes soon. Okay, so again, another article from Newsweek. Okay, Newsweek. This is a nationally publicized fucking real deal magazine. Watch a robot reject a man hitting on her in the most hilarious way. I love this one. Now, without going into the details to the mean potatoes of what the actual article says, okay? We are going to play the actual footage from TikTok. Now, I'm going to say this to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, your mom, your sister's ass, the Pony Express, whatever, okay? This is something of public content. If you go to hit me with any copyright bullshit, I'm going to fucking shine it up really nice. And I'm going to shove it up your platform's ass. It's from TikTok. Okay? I'm getting angry. As angry as I can get. 
Here is the actual footage from TikTok. I see your rabbit ears. Yes, you do. Do you have a boyfriend? I do not have a boyfriend. Are you asking for a friend? I'm asking for me. I see. Unfortunately, I am not on the market. Robots do not have relations. Do you have a boyfriend? I'll take that as a yes. Now, I've watched this video six times. I watched it like 30. I this like is the first robot. time I'm watching it. I like the robot. I'm going to play it again because why? I can. Um, again, this is a robot at a demonstration or some type of convention where um, the interactions of the robots are real deal. They are very interactive. Once again, robot versus proprietor. I see your rabbit ears. Yes, you do. I see your rabbit ears. Do you have a boyfriend? I do not have a boyfriend. Are you asking for a friend? I'm asking for me. I see. Unfortunately, I am not on the market. Robots do not have relations. Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> that is one smart ass fucking robot. So you know what happened? Because this was one of my articles. I actually went and kept trying to find more and more and more about that robot or even that interaction. So I went to the girls' page who actually vape it, who she's an actual gamer, but I couldn't find more. I, I mean, uh, but I wanted to see more videos of this robot just interacting so I could see. If it was snarky like that all the time, or if it just was had its own personality for that day, I don't know. <sighs> At least we, why couldn't we have one of these robots in one of the other sex bot articles that we had earlier in the last two, three weeks? I would have loved to have seen a smart comment come out of one of those robots. You know, especially the one that's been fucking cheating on her or not preventing her from going on Instagram or TikTok or. Any of those lovely little fine things like, fuck you, boy, I'm going on TikTok. That would have been awesome. Now we found a robot that'll do that. Oh, gotta love these fucking morons. <coughs> okay, we have the woman who gives her baby away after finding out her sperm donor lied about his nationality. The fuck? This one tripped me out. You sat there for nine months with a baby in your tummy, and now you're giving it away because you found out he's not what you wanted it to be? Well, this, okay, this was a little different than I thought it was going to be. It, there was a reason, there was a reason for it, because, like, I used to work for a, a fertility specialist, and, like, people are very specific about what they want you know, or medical, you know, medical needs of like medical histories of certain people, um, and, you know, different aspects of what they look like or body types or colored eyes or hair or, you know, like people are very specific when they're when they're having kids. Yeah, yeah, bitch, if I'm paying for it, I'm definitely going to get what the fuck I want. You know, I mean, you want somebody who maybe has height 
you want somebody, you know, like me, a specific body type. So, you know, that 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 would run in the family type deal. Um, and I read this. And. I don't think I would have done what they did. But I understand, like, I get why they're so upset. You have to read, because, again, it comes. You know what? If you again, if I know there's a little bit of a delay, if you scroll up, if you scroll up and you give me a second, I could probably read it for you, so you don't have to read it. It's okay. I'll read it. I'm doing good. Okay. The story comes from Tokyo, Japan, where a woman in her 30s gave her baby away after discovering that her sperm donor had lied about his education, marital background, and nationality. See, so the title in itself isn't totally truthful. About the article. There's a lot more to it. So the woman is from Tokyo. She and her husband were looking for sperm donors together. After having their first child, they didn't want to try again because her husband had a hereditary disease. So the couple resorted to their social media forums to look for a donor. Since fertility clinics in Japan are scarce. Yes. If you have a population of people with tiny dicks probably won't get a lot of sperm donors in tokyo japan it's not that it's but true go on it's not that about sperm too bro just so you know where what year you just said 2002 who did what Macy just said 2002 no i didn't i could swear I that's what i just heard her say about sperm too oh. that's what i said okay never mind but after a few months into the pregnancy, they, the couple faced a shocking revelation. The sperm donor had lied about everything. He wasn't a Japanese national. He was a Chinese national. He wasn't single. He was married. And he didn't graduate from Kyoto University. Whatever. Um, after birth, the couple gave the baby away to a, Cho a Tokyo child care facility and filed a lawsuit around $2 million against the sperm donor for the trauma he had caused and for his lies, being a fraud. According to the woman's lawyer, she had suffered a lot of psychological trauma and sleep disorders because of this entire ordeal. The lawyer also spoke about the conditions of fertility clinics and sperm donations in Japan. And that's pretty much the rest of the article. So, because he wasn't Japanese, he was Chinese. He didn't graduate which is a from big the university. Which is a big difference for them. Well, that I can understand. Um, why the schooling has any matter, I don't know. Why because he's married, I don't know. I think, you know, hey, education is a huge thing for them. And, you know, I think they wanted a certain, maybe a person of a certain caliber. They wanted, you know, um, I think they're racist. You know, uh, I think they're racist. I think it's it was just a matter of what they were looking for in a person and he personal preference and he lied about all of it. And the Chinese and Japanese two totally different nationalities. Wait wait wait, wait hey, I'm missing a concept here, okay? Whether he's single or married, does that make a fucking difference? Does come change when you get married? Is yeah. it a different color or a different taste? No. It never comes out anymore. Well, I think... <laughs> it all never right, comes so out anymore. Can I, you fucked up. Can, 
I, I mean, I can bring up a point, but I don't know if that's, if it's going to make a difference to you. If you're a single male, right? Let's, let's, let's put this scenario out there and I'm not defending this by any means, but let's put this scenario out there. Say you're a single male, you donate your sperm. Now this couple has a child that's yours, right? You're single. Now, say you get married and now for some reason, you and your wife can now not have children. Just for argument's sake, you have a child running around someplace. So stranger things have happened but where people have, child, have gone. You have a child running around the place regardless, whether you're single or you're married. But the point is that there's another person involved in the relationship that can claim that child because it's yours. Uh, I think it's a fucking... Do you understand where I'm trying to go with this? I, I mean, I know it sounds like a... I, I can understand. I, I'm, not, can... I'm definitely not playing his side of the thing, but there, there is a lot of different... There's a lot of different aspects to this. I, I can understand sure. the nationality thing because certain nationalities want to stay within their own. That and I can fully fucking understand. But whether he's married or not should not be an issue because guess what? The guy, uh, attached or not attached, is going to be having a fucking another life form that he fucking birthed into this world. So that is a fucking phallus fucking argument right there. Okay? The, the education thing, that I can understand, but if you, were, if you were really smart enough to do the whole fucking, oh, let me throw my cum in your fucking wife deal, you, know, you fucking really should have investigated it more first instead of fucking doing it. Because they could do fucking checks on these things. We lost Misi somehow. Or she just turned her camera off. But yeah. All right. I know we're at an hour and 32, but I think we're going to try to get one more article in. Yep. She said she'll be back. This is what we're going to talk about. Are you talking to something? Right here. There's stuff right here. We still hear you. Oh fuck! I can kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? <coughs> <laughs> I just had somebody show up at my house. Sorry. A viral okay. couple with thirty-seven year age gap decides to have their first child. Yes, indeedy. A young man and his grandmother. It's actually not his. That's his wife. Yep, but they're old enough to fucking sit there and. uh... This is in Georgia, by the way. We first wrote about this couple a few days ago. Wait a minute, Missy, your mic is off. I know, baby. I was talking to her. I'm sorry. Thank you. You look like you were yelling, and then I was like, "Yeah, we can't hear." I was yelling at her. So, apparently, the uh, people in this article first wrote about this couple a few days ago. Curon is 24, while Cheryl is 61, giving them a 37-year age gap. Cheryl is the grandmother of 17 children. Is this one of them? Well, here comes number 18. Hi. Hi, Mom. I'm coming out to be number 18. Um. The couple from Rome, Georgia, went viral on TikTok when they started sharing their romantic life and emotional bond. While not everyone is against their love, people online are trolling and disrespecting them by saying incredibly mean things. 
Now, none of the negativity has phased the couple as they continue to live their best lives and respond to their haters without being let down. Apparently, there's a whole bunch of marriage photos at the bottom here. Wrinkled up old bag. That's one one picture there of the uh, happy couple. You know, nice little smooth jacket going on over there. And then her... Um, I'm not even... Her skeletal figure. There's another picture underneath that. With them sideways. Looks like hey, he... I love his love, right? He looks like That's he could, their wedding. He looks like he could break her. Love um, is love, bro. Listen, the, some that's some people's thing. The duo recently announced that they plan on having their first child through surrogacy after natural pregnancy wasn't possible due to Cheryl's age. Well, yeah. Uh, we got married in September 2021, and it's been a few months since we are ready to start a family. Cheryl is 61 and has seven children and 17 grandchildren already, but we feel that we deserve children of our own. Uh, we, prefer, we prefer surrogacy, however, we have seen a lot of people embroil in legal com complications far after the child has been born. Um, they are looking for a nice surrogate who is willing to sign a contract to have nothing to do with the child after they're born. Uh, we don't want people trying to have a baby for us for financial gain. We are not that financially inclined ourselves. With adoption, we are looking for a biracial baby so that the baby would know. I have half black and half white parents so he or she would feel that we are his true parents. Good luck to them. That's what I gotta say. Good luck to them. I mean, if they're happy together, what can you do? Exactly. Be happy. Be married. Be in love. Here's the disturbing thing. Later on, it says, both of Cheryl's daughters had hysterectomies in the last few years, Otherwise, they would have been the best option for being as close to a biological child as possible. Yeah. No. I don't even know why this idea even came into their heads. What, in other words, if you're not artificially inseminating the daughter and you're permitting your 24-year-old husband to fuck your daughter to have his baby. Why does it have to be with actual intercourse? They could have just started up. They could, you can go to a fertility place and I have just, it done. I don't think, that's what I don't I think just she's going to allow him to have sex with other women. I, I still wouldn't want my daughter-in-law having my baby. I don't think that's a viable option. It's just a womb. It's still a womb connected to her mother. That's like incest. No. I may be wrong on that, but I don't. I don't think keeping it in the family is the proper terminology. <laughs> you don't want to be doing it. Make it incest. I, I kind of would think so. Keeping it in the family? Uh, no. Sorry. <laughs> it's just twisted. Yeah. See, there's even a comment in there. So the child won't have their mother in their life for very long. I think that's selfish. I kind of agree with that too. Maybe. Parents should have. Some I do, and I don't agree with that. I'm sorry. I do, and I don't agree with it because a lot of my friends are in their 40s now, just starting their families, and 
me and Ricky have talked a lot about this. Like, if we were to have kids now in our 40s, we'd be in our 60s when our kids graduate high school. And, you know, and I say this like I had I had my mother. Don't get me wrong. I had my mother my whole life. But my mother also died in her 60s. <laughs> so, like, I think to myself, like, a mother could go at any time. You know, like, if, if what you want is to become a parent or, like, now they chose to be together and he's young and has no kids and she's older and has and has lived her whole life with hers, you know, he can't control who he loves. He still wants to have kids if that's the way that they're going to go about it. I, you know, it's something that they decided on as a couple. You can't really you know, he's still got a whole life to live. You never know when people are going to be here one day and gone the next. Right. Well, you know, it, it is that lovely thing that we do. Controversy brings content and we had it on the show today, but I still hate the fucking world. I still, everybody thinks they're fucking cruel and stupid and should be all fucking shot in the asshole with exploding dicks. But that's besides the point. Any final comments for tonight's show? <sighs> no, I'm good the fuck <laughs> next week i will be back in in, in, in studio, studio land. because i realized as i'm looking at myself on youtube that i am the whitest creature on creation and it's oh, just yeah. not meshing i'm pretty white for a, for a brown girl i look like i'm first of all i look like i'm falling asleep like i'm looking at the freaking television and every time i look down it makes it look like i'm asleep that's why I gotta. That's why I look at you and Ricky, and I try not to look at myself. I I'm mean, like, oh my god, we we we've had we've we've had people on our show fall asleep. Yep, um, they've also been fucking punched in the dick with a fucking <laughs> an anvil or some shit. You know, see, Santina, I I feel the same way. Like I'm 42, very quickly, like. You know, like I think now, like my daughter is 18 or she, my daughter will be 18, but I always wanted more kids. Like, I feel like there's like a very small window left of time. Like if I wanted to do it again, that I would do it, but not after a certain age. I, you know, like for myself, for my own body, I don't think like doing, having a baby at 25, like I did the first time and having it again at 43 or 44 is a hell of a difference. Santina's actually pregnant right now. I know that's what she's saying. Yeah. She's in her forties, having her baby. It's a big difference that's... doing it when you're young to when you're doing it when you're old. You know, older, I should say, older. Because I would still, you know, if if the time if things were right, I would have done it again now and not even thought twice about it. But this is like it for me. You know, I can't like I wouldn't be trying to have babies until I'm fifty. Steven knows you're 21. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thanks. Thanks, Steve. All right. So if nobody else has anything else to say, I'm just going to finish it out. Yep. Okay. Uh, tomorrow we're doing Pipe Bomb Pop Shave it. Uh, Pipe Bomb Radio NYC tomorrow, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Twitter machine. Uh, not the Twitter machine. The uh, Spreaker machine. Uh, Flashback Fridays. Myself and the Playmaker will be on. Uh, shout out to Raz and uh, Modern Controller, uh, Modern Controllers, Dream Controllers, uh, Super Draft Pro, Super Draft Sportsbook, um, and I have an actual weekend off where I can lay around and do absolutely nothing. 
uh, which would be great because if uh, I don't have a car, I can't fucking go anywhere. So uh, that's that. Um, this show will be back again next week on Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the uh, Book of You, the two, uh, uh, the Book of Face, the Tube of You, the Itch with a TW, Twitter, and more. Catch you guys later. Wow, did you like that show? Hey, if you did, like, follow, subscribe, and share out our show. And if you need merch, we got you. Don't forget to check out paintrainpipebomb.threadless.com for show merchandise at great prices. Tune in next week for another episode of Pain Train Pipe Bomb. <laughs>